may the Lord do it. May the Lord is keeping us in the hall of his hand. Thank, certainly thank the Lord for how the Lord is certainly blessing us to be out, as I said, all day to hear what thus saith the Lord. And then particularly this morning, I've really been feasting off that 19th Psalm. Talking about the word of the Lord is perfect. As our pastor brought out this morning. And then he lets you know what the effect of the word is. That it can convert the soul. That it doesn't matter what religion you in. What ism you in. He said the effect of the word is it can still convert that soul. And that's the power of his word. And I was sharing with my wife. I said... It's all right to hear the word, but you got to receive it. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of people hear the word, but they're still not receiving the word. In other words, they're not taking in what is being said. Uh, Jesus dealt with this kind of group of people even in his day. Jesus recognized that not all as to whom he was preaching to were really receivers of the word. Mm -hmm. But James told us to receive the word with meekness. He said, for it's able to save your soul. Now, I'm very conscious and aware that when the saints come together, Satan is coming too. You never get a service with the saints together without Satan being there. Um... Scripture said in the book of Job that when the sons of God came to present themselves, it says Satan came also. Uh, not only that, but he came to disrupt the service that was in heaven. <laughs> it said, and as I passed been going over the Bible study in Revelation, I think it was the 12th chapter, he'd been talking about how Michael and the angels fought against the dragon. and said, called who? The devil, which had deceived the whole world. So you see that he came to disrupt so the service in heaven. So what do you think he's going to do among us? He coming to disrupt. And that's why it takes us to plead the blood of Jesus to drive that unclean spirit out from among us. So I'm not going to be before you long. Just kind of want to share a thought with you about the name of Jesus. Um, now, young adults, we know this. We sung this on last Sunday. The name still works. Uh, regardless of who refuses it, the name of Jesus still works. And it's a very familiar scripture in Acts chapter number 2, verse number 21. It just simply says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, Peter had preached this. This was his first sermon in the New Testament church. And many people had come to want to know about all of what was taking place in the upper room. During this time, the 120 had been in a good tarry service. So they were in there for 10 days (coughs) calling on Jesus. And they found that name to be exactly what Jesus said it was. Uh, They found that name to be a savior. 
that it saved them from their sins. Then they took that same experience and he preached it to the world. He said, whosoever, it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now this is a, this is a good verse not just for the seekers, but it's also good for the saints also. It's a good scripture if you're really honest about trying to go back with Jesus. Um, this verse is good anywhere, and it'll work in any age. Um, now, the name of Jesus has not changed. The name of Jesus has not changed. The name still works. The name still saves. Said so just because people don't have a mind to call Jesus, just because the unregenerate don't want to hear it, just because the carnal man rejected, doesn't mean the name lost its strength. That name still works. It didn't lose its power. It didn't lose one ounce of strength. It still was working in the land. And the name of Jesus is just as strong and is just as vibrant as it was when you first called him. Yes. It's still a strong tower. Yes. And you have to let the world know you can't be ashamed about the name of Jesus. He said, uh, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Say, so even when Satan attacks us. You know, as I was sharing with you earlier, you have to know that when we come together, Satan is coming too. Yes. Satan is a disembodied spirit. One thing if I've known about Satan, I know he is anti-Christ. That word anti means against Jesus. He's against everything Jesus stands for. He's against the saints praising Jesus. He don't want the saints to honor Jesus, to magnify Jesus. But you've got to understand, you've got to go past what the enemy is trying to do. You realize all of us are not on the same spiritual level. In this, in this great house, there are many vessels. There are many different levels of faith. But even when, when we see the hand of the enemy, somewhere in your mind, you ought to start calling Jesus. Because I know one thing I know, that the name still works. Satan don't want you to know that. He, don't, he wants you to feel that that name has lost its strength. Satan wants you to feel that that name don't hold no weight in the earth. But I want you to know that that name still works. And you ought to let the world know the name still works. And especially after Jesus has brought you into a place where he has let you sing the power that has come out of the name. Come on. You remember when you came in this church, all you saw was people calling Jesus. It wasn't no whole bunch of running around. Wasn't no whole bunch of funny tongues. You just saw people calling Jesus. Come on, anytime you might have wanted to try to call something else. Saints kept telling you, call Jesus. Yeah. You had to call him until you got out of yourself. Yeah. And if you weren't out of yourself, they kept, just keep calling him. Yeah. You had to get it in your mind that Jesus' name was the answer. Yeah. 
You had to get, you had to keep calling until your mind got the message. You had to realize that all of my strength resides in the name. And that's why it's amazing. We've come so far with the name. And how dare us to forget about how we got where we are. We got here by simply holding on to the name of Jesus. This church made it 43 to 44 years holding on to the name Jesus. That's all we were taught. That's all we know. From a child, all I knew was if I ever wanted to be saved, I knew I had to call Jesus. I had to call Jesus until my mind got the message. Because one thing that I do know, that a sign came out of the name. I realized I saw signs and wonders was coming out of that name. What sign? Saints started speaking in tongues. You realize that was a sign that Jesus' name worked. Come on, saints. That was a sign that Jesus' name was working. When I saw saints' body being healed, I saw the wonder of Jesus' name resting on the saint. Saints say, oh, I thank the Lord I had a mind to call Jesus. I used to hear the saints testify. They say, I'll be going all up, up the steps, calling on Jesus. Come on, saints would testify. They didn't say God. They named their God. They said, I called on Jesus. I called on Jesus. Even when my mouth was tired, I kept pushing the name out. Because I saw the works and the wonders that was coming out of the name. And not so much in other people, but even when I seen it manifest itself in me. You realize I, I spoke in tongues because I called Jesus. Come on, I didn't get the tongues, then called Jesus. I called Jesus first, then the tongue came. Come on, I started rejoicing because I called Jesus. You realize the praise, the joy, the peace, it all resides in the name of Jesus. And don't let Satan steal that thought from you. When that stuff try to come up in you, say the blood of Jesus. Well, you got to plead the blood of Jesus. Satan, that's a strong spirit. It's a strong and it's unclean. Come on, Satan is a unclean spirit. Spirit. He ain't got no love for you. He ain't got no joy. Satan ain't got no peace. Satan is aggressive. He doesn't love you, but he wants you to reign in hell with him. He wants to shut up the kingdom of God from you. He wants to make you feel like the name doesn't work. But you've got to rebuke that spirit. You've got to say, Lord, I help me, Jesus, to call your name. Rebuke the hand of Satan on all sides. Satan, the Lord God, rebuke you. The blood of Jesus Christ prevailed against you. Plead the blood over yourself. You gotta realize Satan is after your soul. He means business. You realize he'll use anybody he can to steal your joy. The name still works. Come on, it's still, it's still break down strongholds. 
Come on, you got children that's not saved and still break down their stubborn minds. Come on, I remember the saints used to get around those who had demons in them. And they would say, in the name of Jesus, as in the blood of Jesus. Come on, you remember how saints, uh, we had brothers who don't even be crawling on the floor. Saints got them and said, the blood of Jesus, right? Come on, that's what we, we did everything in the name. We blessed our food in the name. Come on, when we sung songs, we sung songs about the name. Because we understood the name was the answer to it all. We understand whatever was going on in our life, the name was going to help us. The name is our strength in the time of trouble. That's right. Don't you realize, as Jesus said in one passage, Jesus said, I, he went out and sold the word to the disciples. But he let them know, he said, I'm telling you, Satan is coming to take that word from you. You realize that Satan is coming. The word I'm telling you now, you best to believe Satan is going to come to try to take that word from you. To try to find all kinds of excuses as to why not to listen to the message. But again, I tell you, you've got to plead the blood of Jesus. Because you got to let Satan know, no, the name does work. You got to let Satan know whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You got to give him the scripture. You realize when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, how he gave Satan scripture. Come on, Satan quoted the scripture, but Jesus gave it right back to him. And Satan kept saying, if you be the son of God, cast yourself down. Lord looked right at him and said, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. To let you, evidently Jesus was God. Because he said, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. Whosoever shall call. That's all I want to encourage all of us to do. Let call Jesus. Come on, when, when your mind gets funny, call Jesus. I mean, don't just call it half of the day. Now, let that name be your song in the night. Come on. Sometime the Lord going to wake you up just to see if you're going to call. You got to get on your knees and you got to call Jesus. You might want to speak in tongues and say, no, I need to call Jesus. Because deliverance. See, that, that's my focus. My focus is I want to be delivered. Come on, sometimes you might catch yourself moving. Say, uh-uh, I need that connection. I need to feel Jesus moving. Come on, ain't nothing like when you feel the presence of Jesus. Come on, it's priceless. Come on, you realize that so many people can go from, from day to day and don't even feel the presence of Jesus anymore. But you thank the Lord you got a mind to come in and call Jesus and to call him until the deliverance comes. How do you know when you get delivered? You'll feel that thing be lifted. I call it sin's burden. Huh? You know, when you think about when a person came through, they didn't just sit there and say, I thank the Lord for the Holy Ghost. Uh-uh. No. Even when, that, even when you are saved and that thing is burning, you can't just sit there and say, I thank the Lord that I'm still saved. No. That ain't the Holy Ghost. You want that thing that burns. Come on, you realize when you call Jesus, 
you felt a fire come out of that name. Come on, you, and you didn't even want to stop calling Jesus. The more you called him, the better you felt. The more you called him, the more you felt the healing come out. The more you called him, you felt sin's burden being released. You felt the Holy Ghost come on in on the inside. It started moving on you. Your soul started getting the glad glads. And the only thing the saints were saying, why you glad? You can feel it all down in your toes. Because you just had Jesus flowing. Come on, that's how Jesus said his spirit is. He said the wind bloweth where it listeth. He said thou hearest the sound thereof. But you just cannot tell when it comes and when it goes. So is it that everyone that is born of the spirit. It is like a wind. How it moves on you. And how it's not empty. The name of Jesus is not empty. But it's full of life. It's full of spiritual life. That's why Jesus told the church of Philadelphia. He said I sat before you an open door. Why did Jesus do that? He said two things. He said because you kept my word. And the other part was. He said you have not denied my name. You realize when you don't deny the name of Jesus. And the Lord said he'll open a door. <laughs> Hallelujah. He'll open a door for you. Right? Come on behind that door is my joy. Behind that door lives peace with my name on it. And if I can just keep that name going long enough. Come on, sometimes we haven't called him long enough. We called him only 10, no, not 10, 15 minutes. Just keep calling him. Come on, Isaiah said calling Jesus is like drawing that water out of the wells of salvation. He said, draw ye the water. Right? In other words, that only way you get that water, you got the pump. Come on, you ever been at a well? That well, that water down in there, but you got the pump at it. Come on, each time you call, each time you call Jesus, you pumping that water. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, I want that living water, right? Come on, you got to pump at it. Pump out that name, Jesus. Your body going to get tired. You know what I tell your body? Just come on. Because we got to get our deliverance. Come on, that body be trying to work against you. That mind be trying to work against you. When you're down there, I think about, uh, uh, Tawana said, if I think about that ice cream, about that thing. She be down there calling Jesus all in her mind. She was thinking about ice cream. And I said, Lord, I said, Lord that's, that's me sometimes. I can get down there and call Jesus, mind be somewhere paying bills. And then sometimes I be worried about this and that. I said, oh, no, uh-uh. Jackie, concentrate your mind on Jesus. You got to do yourself like that. You got to make, uh-uh. Tell yourself, come on here and focus your mind on Jesus until your mind gets free from all that negative thoughts. Come on, that stuff be weighing on you. It's like a weight. It's a strong burden. Lord Jesus, I got to call you. I got to get these thoughts out of my mind. Lord, don't let me stumble. If you see me going out of the way, Lord Jesus, help me. One thing I, I do like about David in the Psalms, I love David because David was a man of truth. Yeah. Not every psalm David wrote was a psalm of praise. Yeah. And sometimes David, uh, he recorded his prayer, he cried a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
David cried on the 51st Psalm after he messed up with Bathsheba. He said, have mercy on me. Then he told the Lord, he said, blot out my transgressions. See, sometimes we got to talk to the Lord like that. Lord Jesus, blot out my transgressions. Lord Jesus, my sin is ever before me. Jesus, create in me a clean heart. A heart that's free from strife. A heart that's free from envious. A heart that's free from all kind of the effects of sin. I want a clean heart. He said, and renew within me a right spirit. Then they on down, he said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. That's why I love David, because it wasn't about nobody else. See, that's the thing David realized. This thing was between him and Jesus. He said, Lord, I got to get this thing straight. I realize my soul is at stake. I realize that if I don't get this right, in hell I will go. And if you don't get your soul right, in hell you will go. Uh, that's the only other place in eternity apart from Jesus. There is only two places. You realize when you give up the breath, there are only two stations you can go to. Two places you can go. Either with Jesus, which represents righteousness and life. Or you're going to go with Satan in hell's fire, which represents sin and death. But as bishops teach us all the time, the choice is yours. The ball is in your court. If you go to hell, it won't be the fault of Jesus. It won't be the fault of the preacher. It won't be the fault of the deacon. It won't be the fault of the mother. You're there because Abraham said, son, remember what you did in thy lifetime. That's what the rich man, that's what Abraham told the rich man. He wanted to know why was he there? Abraham told him, he said, son, remember. Son, remember. 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 Now, evidently, that's one faculty you're going to have is your memory. Because you're going to be able to remember. Remember all of the service times. Huh, you, when Jesus asked you, as Bishop say, for his praise in his service, and he said, what did you do with it? Did you waste it? Or did you maximize the time Jesus gave when you had an altar to get yourself right with the Lord? Did you take advantage of it? <laughs> or did you walk away from the altar? Did you reject the message? See, one thing that the, um, that the Christ rejected doesn't see is death coming. He doesn't see death coming for him. All they see currently is sin. But they don't see what's behind sin. They don't see that invisible force called death. That's going to just snatch them out of the world before they can get a next breath out. They don't see that. All they see is I got to fulfill lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Adam and Eve did not see the, 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 the intensity or the extent of their consequence. All they could see was they had to perform sin. But oh, you best to believe that one day they were in the garden. The scripture said in the cool of the day. Said they thought that they were all right. Because they 
were, they were rejected the word of Jesus. What word? Not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For in the day that eateth thereof, thou shalt surely die. They kept on functioning in paradise like everything was just a-okay. But I thank the Lord that the scripture said one day they heard the voice of Jesus. And it wasn't a pleasant voice. It wasn't a happy Jesus. But the scripture said it sounded like the voice of a judge, of a righteous judge. And the scripture said that the Lord called out to Adam. He said, Adam, where art thou? And the truth came out. Scripture said he went to try to sow himself fig leaves to try to hide his nakedness. Jesus said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I have gave you not to eat from? He said, the wife gave it to me, Jesus. But Jesus said, because thou done this, you gonna be cursed. He started from the serpent and he worked his way down to everybody who had disobeyed his word. And I'm trying to tell you tonight that how shall you escape if you neglect so great a salvation? How shall you escape? Come on, that's a good question. That's a good question to the sinner and to the carnal man. How shall you escape? He said in Elvin Hebrews, he said, if every word by the angels was steadfast, and, and if every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. In other words, the scripture said that everyone who disobeyed Jesus, they did not get away with it. He said every transgression received a just recompense of reward. They all lifted up their eyes in hell. He said, so if that happened to them, he said, how shall you escape? If you neglect, if you neglect that name, how you gonna make it? If you leave the name that saved you, how your mind gonna be kept if you neglect the name that regulates your mind? The name is full of salvation. It's full of deliverance. It's full of safety. It's full of preservation. It's full of healing. And it certainly is full of a, of a keeping of a sound mind. It keeps your mind. The name can keep your mind in perfect peace. If you just call the name Jesus. I mean call it free from strife. Come on, don't call it angry. Don't call it aggressive like you trying to take the Holy Ghost. Don't call it like Jesus owe you something. But call it because you're desperate for him. Come on, all, all of who Jesus is is encompasses in that name. All of who Jesus is lives in the name. And it's up to you to use it. That's right. It's up to you to use it. It's up to you to take that name home with you. Now everybody's not going to take the name home. I get that. Jesus had already said everybody's not going to receive this word. But for those who do, those who take the word of Jesus into consideration, those who don't walk away from it, but they receive it, and they receive it with meekness, they let this word become engrafted. And that what James say, receive with meekness 
be engrafted word. James, in other words, let that word become a part of you. I mean, sow that word into your everyday life. Let Jesus' name be a, become who you are as a person. Let it define you. James said, any man that takes this word and engraft it, he said, this thing will be able to save the soul. And he goes on down and says, you can't even be a forgetful hearer. He said, it's all right to hear, but don't stop at just hearing. <laughs> he said, don't be a hearer only. Hearers only, the only thing they do is deceive themselves. He said, but go a little bit further than that. He said, be not a forgetful hearer. He said, but be a doer of the word. And in order to do, you first got to get that word in you. You got to get, you, you can't do on your own. You couldn't come to Jesus on your own. One scripture said you were without strength. He said, but in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. We, we have to remember the name of Jesus, saints. We have to remember how we got here and how we going to finish. We started with the name, and we going to end with the name. I know everybody going to say something different. I get that. But I'm telling you, you got saved by the name. Well, whatever it is with me, you got saved by the name. I tell you all the time, forget the messenger. Listen to the message. Listen to what is being said to you. You got saved by the name. And you're going to be kept if you want to be kept. Let me take that back. The Lord will keep you if you want to be kept. If you want to keep your joy and your peace, you still going to have to come through the name. I know the church of Philadelphia, it was very clear to them. Jesus told them because they kept his word and because they had not denied his name, he said a door was open. And you realize behind that door lived everything them saints needed. Behind that door was life. And I realized that behind, when, when, the, when, the, when the keys were preached to me, the, the key was used on the first day of Pentecost, Second key wasn't used again until they got to the house of Cornelius with, with the Gentiles. But I realized somebody took that key and they inserted it in that door. The what key? The key for the plan for salvation. They took that key and they used it. And a door was unlocked. This door just opened up to them. Even in the midst of a perverse generation. Even in the midst of the most difficult times for the saints, if they kept their joy because they had not denied his name. I just want to, well, I'm just trying to encourage you tonight, saints. Let's hold on to the name of Jesus. Let's not lose our mission. See, when you came in through those doors, whether it's Hill, Deanwood, you came in here with a purpose. You said you wanted to be saved. Come on, and you've got to keep up with your mission. Come on, you've got to you realize you are just a pilgrim and a sojourner in this land. Because why? Because you're just passing through. Yes, I got an earthly family, but I spend more time with you all than I do my earthly family. Because you all realize you're the ones I'm going to spend eternity with. You're the ones that we labor together. When you cry, I cry. When you laugh, I laugh. Come on, that's what the church is. We are brothers and sisters in Jesus. 
We got to work together. Those we may see may be struggling by the wayside. We know what to do. We got to use the name. Got to say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. When you see Satan still got that stronghold on him, call him the more. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes you may have to fast for them. They may not even have strength enough to fast. You may have to do it for them. Say, Lord, break that stronghold. Break down that stubborn heart, Lord Jesus. Whatever that stuff is that's keeping them callous, soften them up, Jesus. That's what, and you may have to do it for them. And these are things we have to keep in mind, saints. These are just things that I know it helps me. It helps me when my mind gets funny. Lord, let me know the name still works, brother. The name still works. I, I was dealing with something not too long ago. I said, whoa. I said, what is this coming around me? I said, uh-uh. I said, this ain't right. I told Shonda, I said, uh-uh, something about this is off. I said, it's, it ain't quite right here. And I realized it wasn't her. It was really me. My mind had gotten a little sidetracked. I said, whoa, I got to get back to calling Jesus. Come on, I had to get up early this morning. I had to get on my knees, and I had to cry like I was three months old. Jesus, help me. Touch my mind, Lord Jesus. The enemy is trying to pull me under. And I know what you brought me out of. I know you saved me. I know you saved me July 29th. I did what the word told me, and I found that word to be true. I don't want the enemy to pull me back out. Now I thank the Lord for the Lord blessing me. I thank the Lord for letting me know my name still works. And you have to call him until your mind get the message. I pray you said you got something out of the lesson. At this time, we turn the remainder of the service back into the hands of Elder Scudder. Let's receive him with a hearty amen.